Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Meat Justics podcast. First one we've done in a, a while here. Um, I, yeah, I feel like this is the first normal one in a bit. The yeah. last one was like our makeshift throw together and just put something out for 10, 20. How long was it? 20, 20 minutes, minutes? maybe yeah. um, about the mountain lion. Then before that was uh, the two guests. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's been a while since you and I have had a a chance to sit down, try some stuff, and talk about it. Um, before we get to the food, a uh, couple things we want to cover. Uh, number one is this month, our giveaway at Walton's Inc. Oh, sorry. At waltons.com slash win. <laughs> no more ink. That's going to take a while to adjust to, um, but it's so much better. Uh, our giveaway is a Walton's chambered vacuum sealer. So that's one of our big ones. The chambered ba- or vacuum sealers are the ones that the bags go inside. Then all of the air is pumped out of the chamber. The bag is sealed and the air is put back in. So you get a really good seal. One of the main, well, the two main advantages are one, it does seal better. Two, the bags are far less expensive. The other thing is they, they provide a, a better vacuum. Um, yeah. O- over, no, I said seal, but. Okay. That's what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Like o- over the years we've tried, like, uh, I don't know if we still have it. I, I broke it at one point in time. Little vacuum pressure meter thing. The blue thing? Yeah. 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 Um, put it inside bags yep. and seal them. See what the vacuum gets to. But on some uh, some brands and some models, like it looks like it's a full vacuum, but it's only about 80% vacuum. Right. It looks like it's full, but it's not. Um, but you get, you get into the chambered sealers and you can get an actual 99, yep. 99.9% vacuum. Um, and it makes a difference. And you can always tell by wherever the bag, you know, comes around the edge of your meat. If you grab and pull, if it comes away from it, you know, you don't have a, a great seal. doesn't mean that it's not better than nothing. doesn't mean it's not going to protect your meat. It's just not going to do it for as long as well. Yeah. It just, it could be better. It's like com- comparing it to uh, uh, freezer paper, um, even a 80% seal. Or 80% vacuum and seal is probably better than freezer paper. Just sure. because freezer paper, yeah, you, you don't actually get a vacuum at all. So there is going to be air movement around there and prone to freezer burn then. Now, somebody who like works at a meat packing plant or a custom plant and they still do freezer paper for whatever reason, um, the they're, <laughs> they're going to be better than like the chamberless vacuum sealer, right? Or no? I don't know. No. You I know, I don't know. Would, it, but I don't know. It'd be something interesting to try. Like compare like someone who wraps at a meat processing plant compared to how I would wrap it. Uh, their way, their way will last way uh, longer, 10 times longer yeah, yeah. than <laughs> what mine no will. Cause it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how much different of a, uh, con- uh, of a Seal package you can create yep. yeah if you're doing it all the time those yep. people that that's what they do um watching them one is fun because mm-hmm. they're so fast yep. and they're just insanely better you try to mimic their same wrap and package and you can't do it no um it's a lot like the people who wrap presents during the holidays it always trips me out because they put their package down like not straight they put it like at an angle if they have a square piece they won't put it like at a 90 degree angle they'll put it really like, yeah uh kitty cornered kind of but right in the middle it's weird to watch but i mean you can't argue with the results it's way better than and please caddy corner not kitty corner i don't yeah that's <laughs> oh my god i've said, said that, wrong. that wrong my entire life <laughs> i've 100 percent said kitty corner you you meant to say kitty corner no i haven't no i haven't now that I'm... caddy 
<laughs> Catty corner. corner. I don't know which one I've said, but I, I've, that's definitely not the first time People I've said People probably thought you were kidding, Kitty though, corner. To, nope. to help you nope. out. So. Not. I'm going to Google this now. And no, 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 no. Please don't. Please don't type in Kitty please Corner don't. anywhere. Anyone at home, do not Google that that term. No, that's a legit. Yeah. Kitty Corner. Yes! Wait. Now, no. hold on. What's the weird Us. association? <laughs> I am a genius. Wait, are we I'm not wrong, proving that anyone right. that says caddy is wrong? Even when I'm wrong. I'm yeah, right. so so caddy or kitty, uh, wow. both is interchangeably used. East East Coast thing. See, Patrick and I were talking the other day. I'm glad we wife, have Austin here to fact check, by the way. But my wife thinks I'm, uh, I argue just to argue. Right oh, there, no, I was no, no. wrong and I was oh, willing to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I think so. I, I want to point that out to other people as well. Yeah. I have the same problem that people think I'm argumentative where it's just like, no, 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 let's just be correct and we can learn and move on to the next See, thing. okay, you do it, but I know you have a reason for doing it. Like it's part of the Walton's process, like attack it from the other end. Just like, hey, we'll be almost done with something. And Austin will go, what if we did the exact basic opposite of what we Gotta were talking play about devil's advocate on, But it, yeah. it's it's an important part of the process. You do it because you have really interesting ideas. They think I'm doing it just because I'm stubborn. Like they, <laughs> they they're just know, like, no. He, they know you, yeah. yeah but they, and they might be right. But there's a, a, an example of when I was right, but I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, we're going to start stacking those up, and we're going to cut a tape, and I'm going to send it to all those Send people. it to my wife. Yeah, please, yes. you're welcome. <laughs> I, I just did. I just did that. Uh, devil's advocate thing this morning no did uh, you really working with our developer on uh something we were doing and i'm like yeah we can do it this way and blah blah blah. we're both walking through it and i'm like and before we move on <laughs> just work. just for the sake of it what if we do this yeah. <laughs> and just totally changed everything um i to be honest i don't even remember which way we ended up going but yeah you i mean it it's one of those things you, you always got to look at yep. things from multiple angles yep it's definitely the best way to do it um, but that's at waltons.com slash win. There's lots of ways to enter. One of the ways to enter is to subscribe to the podcast. So make sure you're doing that. This is going to be a great giveaway. Uh, definitely the biggest we've done since we did a grill a couple of years ago. Um, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, they're great machines. I absolutely love the one in here. Uh, now, we've got two sausages in front of us. One is just like a sausage patty that I cut up into smaller pieces. The other is a actual sausage the actual sausage was sent to us as a sample i tried it i made it liked it enough that i thought it was worth bringing in um it is italian kudigi or kudigai uh and we have cooked it in two different ways one went in the air fryer and one just went in the the regular toaster oven the one that went in the air fryer is significantly smaller it's shrunk significantly more uh we did have a a problem where we blew out, we tripped a breaker, and then when you we shut my computer down, and then when we restarted the the thing, it didn't go to the temperature it was, so they overcooked a little bit. But first things first, let's talk about the Italian kudigi kudigai. Um, I'm pretty sure it's kudigai, but whatever. All right, let's take a bite. So what do we think? It's got enough different from a regular Italian sausage that I think it's it separates it apart. It's not just like a spicy Italian sausage, but it does have like a spicier flavor to it yeah i wouldn't say it's spicy it just has a spice to it the spice in it is strong mm-hmm. um there's it's not it's not like it was just like over seasoned because it's not over salty right it's just a lot of spice to it a lot going on uh-huh. it's yeah. really good though um yeah, it, it develops on the tongue nicely it almost tingles at first on more of the tip and then 
it kind of radiates towards the back of the tongue, towards the latter half of the of, of the bite. But like you're saying, what keeps developing throughout though. I mm-hmm. So I think for that, as far as sausage, that's something that is always on my radar. Obviously preferred. So uh, Kirigis is spicy Italian sausage seasoned with sweet spices that can be bought in lengths or served on a sandwich in a lar- long hard roll. So some people instead of stuffing them, they make like a, a flat of it and then cook it up like that and put it on a sandwich. Um, should have had mozzarella in it, like Kudigi, Kudigai usually comes with mozzarella, but first time I make any sausage, I never add cheese that you can focus on like what the flavor is. That I don't expect from you because normally... I've always been that way. Yeah, I know, but most of the time when, when you're trying something new, you try like 17 different things all at once, and then it's like, well, which one was the... <laughs> what was the good thing That's about it? That's not just me. <laughs> We're bad scientists, not just me. I do not do a good job like, okay, now we've tried it this way. Now we're going to try this one thing. Instead, I'll go, oh, I've heard of these four things. Let's put them all in. You should see him when he's adding up how much measurement he needs for stuff. And he'll go, hold on, divide this. And I don't know what I'm doing, but it helps him (laughs) in a bigger equation that's going on in his head. Because he'll do four pounds of this, four pounds of that, two and a half of this, eight pounds of that. So when I first started and he was cooking up stuff for people in the back, very interesting to see him go on like a middle of a Wednesday adding stuff. I'm basically Rain Man, <laughs> yeah. just with sausage season. Oh, we're not going to argue that? <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Kudigi, that's live on the website. You can go buy it now. I would recommend it. I think that's a very nice overall sausage. I put some in a red sauce. Um, I've been making red Ooh. sauces and then not eating pasta, just heating up the red sauce with the sausage in it and just eating that. Really, really good. That's basically, basically soup. Oh, that's an interesting way to look at it. Tomato soup. That's I mean, tomato it's not. Soup, yeah. No, it's a red sauce. It's not a soup, but it's like it's people, like a soup. people from here. We'll call it a soup all day. We don't care about sauce down here. <laughs> that annoys me. <laughs> um, it's not a soup, but that's an interesting way to look at it. Uh, it what is it, the good soup thing from Patrick? Anytime I have a meme question, I always ask Patrick. Oh, I don't know this good one. Soup. Every time you're he's on a different radar of memes than I am. Oh. All right. So that's available on the website right now. Um, we also have. Uh, do you want to talk about the. The apparel campaign, Patrick? Yeah, sure. We're just doing uh, 15% off all the clothing in the apparel section right now on Waltons.com. So if you didn't get an email, um, try to get yourself uh, added to our sub- subscription list. Uh, just go to Waltons.com, scroll down to the bottom, and uh, hit subscribe. There should be a little link yep. there. Put your email you. in and hit yep. get You can even get a, I believe, free uh, little catalog, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or do you have to order something? Uh, no, that does not get them a catalog. No, there's a separate catalog. Yeah, that is request, a separate thing. Catalog. Yeah, they'll request. get a catalog if they order. If they add a catalog request, does it also add them to that list? I will find out. That's something I should probably know. Yeah, I don't, and it I don't remember. I'll find out. I'll find out. But yeah, hat, okay. Hats, shirts, hoodies, whatever you guys want. Aprons too, right? Yes. Yep. Yes, the Walton's definitely. aprons. So. Ooh. So yeah, even like leather aprons are leather on sale. Leather aprons on there. Cool. Um, I personally, I mean, I like our leather apron, but I think our the cloth word cloud is just. It's lighter. It's a better everyday. Apron. And I'm like, I'm a sweater. I just sweat. Like doing nothing all of a sudden. I'll be like, why are my underarms damp? This is not good. So if like that heavy leather gives me a problem. Yeah. All right. And then we've got another new product up here. Now, this is not like the other one. Um, this is jalapeno pork sausage seasoning. So it's a breakfast <laughs> sausage. Um, I went and stopped and got some ground pork because I didn't want to dirty up the grinder for a pound. Um, this is a, a seasoning that we actually brought in by mistake. It is only sold by Excalibur um, by the case, but somebody bought, ordered like a single package of it. So the whole case came in. So we've got whole case minus one. 
I saw it. I was like, well, why don't we just throw it on the website, see if people like it. If people like it, we'll start ordering it more. I mean, jalapeno pork sausage, like a breakfast sausage, sounds like a really good mix. Yeah, it sounds like something like, we should have. Yeah, why wouldn't this be good? Are you getting any jalapeno? Oh, there's a little bit of heat, actually. The jalapeno takes a little bit to yeah. develop. Usually with jalapeno, it's, I, I at least taste it right away, but I did not at all. It lingers really well. I really like the lingering jalapeno flavor. And it's not like jalapeno spicy. It's the jalapeno flavor. Mm-hmm. I love that because I, uh, I, I'm not old. <laughs> at least I don't think I'm old, but I still I can't eat what I used to. I used to, I mean, I used to pour hot sauce on everything. Yeah. Now I try to do that, and I will regret life for the next couple of days. But I love spite the flavor of spicy foods. So anytime there's there's something like that that you get a lot of the flavor, and it's not just overpowering. Overpower. You were close. Overpoweringly? Very, well, I don't know. Well, overpowering <laughs> I, would work. Brain's not working right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just not over overpowering on the spicy. If you took out any jalapeno flavor to that, um, that would still be a really good sausage. Mm-hmm. It's well, like, rounded. I don't know how to say it better than that. There is multiple things going on in there, and there's nothing I dislike about it. Patrick? Yeah, I think the, the word we're looking for is balanced. Perfect. I mean, any time of day, I don't want to even pigeonhole it to being breakfast. But yeah, um, not too much jalapeno flavored. I did like the the nice Maillard reaction we have. I just yeah. kind of like a touch of a burn on something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I could see that pairing well with a lot of stuff um, like eggs, cheese, you know. Sure. I could see that really not being too overpowering. Um, pound for pound, it was less powerful than the, the sausage we tried prior to it. Say it. But yeah. Try and say that word. Oh, I can't even... I, I didn't even take. I didn't is. even take inventory of it. You know, when you see a word <laughs> or like someone's last name in a book, and you go, uh, "I'm just gonna come up with my own pronunciation." From yeah, now on. just how I do it. That's yep. that for this sausage. So, how often do you go to the back? You look up the bin number of something, and you go back, and instead of looking at fifty six thirty four, you look in fifty three sixty four. That's called listexia. Yeah, I think I have it then. Like the last, is there such a thing as a adult onset dyslexia? Wait, you said listex. So with numbers, it has a different name. No, I'm no, just, no. <laughs> that's the joke. I, I, it, that's the Jeez, joke. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know if dyslexia, like, yeah, can onset as an adult, or if you've always had it and you just notice it, or mm. you're just maybe you don't have it and it's just you're overstressed. Mm. I don't know. But, but I'm a huge fan of that. So it is jalapeno pork sausage seasoning. It's in the breakfast sausage category. Absolutely, I would recommend you go try that. It's really good because. Um, personally, I, I love the style of breakfast sausage patties, not as much the links. If I'm gonna have links, like I, I like a bigger sausage. Um, but on the patties, um, like Patrick was talking about the, the mired reaction, the crispiness to it, how you can get that on a patty. Yep. That is just what I think makes sausage like that. Yep. It is so good that on like a, uh, uh, flaky biscuit with a big old hunk of pepper jack cheese. Sure be delicious some eggs yeah so yep i would definitely check that out there's a possibility that we'll start stocking that just because of how much we like it um we do occasionally do that there's another one back there that's the same story but it's a meatloaf seasoning i feel like we already have enough meatloaf stuff on there and i don't like just not popular either yeah not a big meatloaf fan so so sorry if you like meatloaf you're not getting it because of my uh prejudices all right a couple other things on meat gistics there is now a uh, dark mode or night mode, however you want to look at it, uh, at the very top of the page over on the right where your uh, avatar is. There's a little light bulb. You can click that on and off 
Um, so obviously if you click it, dark mode will come on. You click it again, it comes off. So pretty cool, little easy thing. We were looking at making another change. And Patrick just said, oh, you know what would be awesome if we had a night mode? Like, oh, <laughs> Out of nowhere. Oh, we're like, doing it right now. I was so like, why I don't found we just one. do that? Yeah, yeah it was, really wasn't that hard. Um, I did install on the dev site first to make sure it wasn't going to break anything. Um, so that dev site continues yeah. to come in handy. Uh, I think we're still working on I told Rachel to work on it, but I told her um, only to do it when she wanted a break from the, I think she's doing 1,200 redirects. 301 redirects. I think it's going to be 1,200. That, oh, that's what that report was for. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. How many items were there on it? Did you finally get it? I don't know. Okay. I've been in, I've been in sure. meetings the yep. last three hours. Uh, but she obviously took a break because it's now aligned properly if she got it to the, cool. the correct place. Um, also, we made a change to when you're in a post, scroll down to the bottom. The suggested topics are now uh, sorting by date. Um, so it'll put the newest of the suggested topics near the top of it. That was a, a suggestion from a user. Um, and at the very bottom of the page, uh, we've made some changes to the about us. We've added our what is Meetgistics uh, video. It's like a 30 second video. We're gonna switch that up a little bit so it's balanced a little bit better. We're gonna make it its own little box down there and then we'll have like uh, another one that's kind of like Walton's. Um, and we'll, we'll have those two videos at the bottom. So if anyone wants to Get a quick like rundown of what we're doing at both Meetgistics and Walton's. Um, that would be a place to go. Yeah. Cool. All right. Moving on Wait, to. I have a question. Austin, is that a new Tumblr you have in front of you? Oh, yeah, oh, it is. Good job, Patrick. <laughs> I, re- um, I retract my side. <sighs> I actually haven't even talked to Andrew about uh, things oh, after haven't? I talked okay. to you, but I did talk to him and we hadn't, we haven't, hadn't ordered things yet. So. Um, we're going to switch and do these ones, but, um, I feel like we've been talking about tumblers for I don't a year think, and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since, but we haven't, like we said things about them maybe five times. Okay. It's not like we keep bringing it up, but, uh, we had, we actually were like, we were this close, like inches away from, from moving forward with getting tumblers. And then we just had a major hiccup on it. Um, just got everything. I think resolved now. Um, what I think is really cool tumblers. They're like 40 ounces, um, massive meat logistics logo on there. So for those that are watching on uh, YouTube, um, you guys should be able to see here for those that aren't, you just have to take my word for it, but they look awesome. Um, they're 40 ounces. So bigger than your typical 30 ounce one, um, you get a straw to it, you get a lid, the lid screws on, which I like, cause I, for some reason get clumsy with my tumblers and I drop them and, uh, I frequently spill water everywhere, but, um, it's a pretty sweet deal. Um, if I'm, if, if my guesstimate is right, I'm going to say it's probably going to take about a month and a half to get them. Okay. Probably sometime around there, they'll get, they'll get air freighted in instead of, uh, uh, shipped like slow freight. So, um, shouldn't take too long. But backside then is Walton's logo, and then we'll also have another version of Walton's and Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Yep. So, yep. Um, so maybe have them in time for uh, Missoula, but probably not. I don't know. It'd be unlikely. I keep forgetting about that. We need to talk about yes. that still. Don't forget about that. Oh, we, have we not gotten plane tickets? Oh yet? no, I haven't got plane tickets yet. Uh, so. Well, we might be better off waiting. Sometimes price prices drop 
right at the end. They might be better off at this point just waiting until... You just want to do that so we can end up driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's $6,000, Austin. We have to drive. Um, no, I want... like I know the, a good portion of it is going to be boring, but once we get past like northeastern, northwestern Nebraska, it's going to be gorgeous. The rest of that drive is just going to be constant views. If we drive out from here, we won't... I don't think we'd go through Nebraska. Would we go straight over to Colorado and all? Uh, yeah, take I-70 Even out cooler. towards Denver, Even circle around Denver to the north side, and then drive that, from there. That could be the difference, though, why we had a two-hour difference in the length, because mine went up through northeastern, northwestern Nebraska. I don't know. I-80, I guess, maybe it's faster. Maybe it's got a faster speed limit. I don't know. I feel like Nebraska is probably cooler than Kansas, and they probably have 80-mile-an-hour speed limits. I don't know your 75. roads around here. It's not like I live here or anything, or <laughs> things are. You lived longer here than you've lived other places now, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, okay. other than the town I grew up in, this is the longest I've ever lived anywhere. Um, okay, so new website. Last Thursday, so what, this is going to be released Friday, so a week and a day ago, we launched the new Waltons.com. Uh, we've talked a lot about this. So just a quick breakdown um last year 2021 we made a switch to a new platform uh we had some ability or some some issues with stability um some issues with uh payment processing some issues with updating the website uh somewhere in there in the system was a cached version of it and no matter what we did it would just sometimes literally never push our update so the decision was made while I was out of town winning a gun. Thank God I was in a good mood that night when you sent me that text <laughs> message saying we're moving uh, platforms. So that was in November, late November, probably. It was right, right around the I beginning it was of December. Because it, it had to have been after Thanksgiving. It was while I was in the governor's hunt, so whenever that was. I thought that was oh. November. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. then. Uh, anyways, so got back, spent a week or two weeks looking at what the new platform was going to be, made a decision, started, uh, just started working on stuff. Um, because of how everything worked out, uh, we had other things we also had to do. Uh, so it wasn't really till the last couple of weeks that we could just focus intensely on it. Uh, once we did that, we really started to like the system, uh, learning it, seeing what it can do, what it can't do. Um, but all in all, I would say the uh, migration was a success. Way better than what happened last time when we migrated to our previous platform. Um, the biggest issue that we had was uh, not something that we unfortunately could have controlled. On the day we went, decided to go live, we started getting a weird issue with who we use to send out our transactional and all like those style of emails. Um, it was a, like a security token type thing. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, and then, so we saw that in the morning and I was holding off going live because I knew that obviously would be a, a problem, but then it went away and I was able to get password reset emails and like, all right, we're good. So we go live and then figure out, nope, this is still happening. Luckily in the middle of the live stream, awesome was able to figure out that we could switch where the email was coming from and get past that problem. So done with that now. Hopefully everybody is having a, a good experience with the website, enjoying it, um, placing their orders correctly, accurately, able to find everything. Uh, there are definitely some things we are still working on though. Um, one of the things that needs to be addressed is kits. Uh, this would be like a page 
would be waltons.com slash seasoning slash jerky making kits. On that page would be everything you need to make. Oh, I know how to do this. I think I know how to do it now without doing the carousels. Sorry. (laughs) I've got a good idea on how we can do it. Anyways, so it'll be everything in one section that you need. So all the seasoning, all the additives, all the supplies, any equipment, anything at all that you need to make jerky, to make snack sticks, will all have their own page. So if you just want to go to one one spot, you can do that. Um, So that should be convenient for some people. That's a request that we had gotten a lot. Like, why don't you guys sell kits? Well, we don't sell kits for a couple of reasons. Um, but one of them is we think the ability to customize what you're getting from us is a, a, a benefit. We don't want to take that away. So these pages will hopefully address that. Um, sorry, my mind's going real fast right now trying to figure out how we can do that the way I'm thinking now. And we should just make another category of it. Instead of relying on that, we'll just make a category. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then we can put everything in there. I'll have to change how I'm doing sorting, but that's not that hard. I'll just add a thousand to some of them. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'll try. Okay. So that one now <laughs> is just going to be a time thing. Um, next one is uh, history, order history. Um, I don't know where we are on that, but I assume we're chugging along. Yeah, we're chugging, chugging along. along. Cool. Um, I don't know what today is. Today's Wednesday, Friday. Um, I want to say that, yeah. When I told people last week on the live stream, said give us about a week. Um, should be about accurate. Um, we're finishing up a couple other things um, development-wise, and uh, then we'll get finished with uh, orders as well. Um, should just be a few days here. And the identifier uh, or the what's going to make order history go from the old system to the new system will be email address, right? Should be, yeah. So it's just going to look for that. So if you made a new account, uh, if you use the same email, it should still port in your previous in this, er, history. Are you going back to Magento? You mentioned that, but oh yeah, all that far that that far back. Yeah, I think we'll go back um, probably five years. Okay. I don't know that we need to go past five years. We'll probably do about five years of history, but then we'll we'll keep that going forward. We won't like delete right. a year off when we move forward a year. So in but, 2030, if you want to look at what you want in 2017 that we ported in, yeah, it'll still be there. Okay, that's cool. Um, then we are continuing to work on shipping. Uh, talked about it on the live stream, but the app that we're using for uh, our site, great. User interface, all the support was great. I uh, just couldn't do one specific thing that we needed to do. Um, and then there's a weird problem on our homepage uh, where the pictures behind the categories, the static categories below, keep disappearing. So they'll just like not be there, and then they'll be there. And they'll not be there, and then they're there. And they haven't given us any time. I, I can't figure out okay. what is the possible... Like why it's sometimes showing, sometimes not. I've done it logged in, logged out. I've done it um, logged in commercial, logged in retail. I've done it in a um, incognito browser. I have seen them on all of those, and I have not seen them on all of those. So it doesn't make sense. And it's not, uh, it's not system wide because the first time it showed up, you could see it. Patrick and I couldn't, and Rachel could. So it's like a user based thing. So. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. If that's the worst problem we have, yep. though, that's a great problem yep. to have. Uh, we're so. also looking at uh, setting the site up more optimized for mobile. Uh, we now have over 50% of our traffic on Waltons.com is mobile. Um, so we're doing some things with cumulative layout shift, which is a new term I've learned that I hate. 
Um, <laughs> and I don't think it's a problem, but Google does. So I get that there's a lot of mobile traffic. Um, I mean, I'm a tech guy. Um, I get that world, but at the same time, like I still, I will, I will go get my laptop to go do like significant amounts of web searching and surfing yeah. just because it's that much to me, it's that much better yep. and faster versus like my wife, my wife, she has a laptop. She never uses it. Never. Everything's on her phone. And I, I just, I can't quite get that. Why do, why do some people just use their mobile devices? Cause I feel like the experience on things is better on the desktop, but yeah, I know I to each definitely their own. agree. Um, but for me, for whatever reason, it's usually about how much I'm going to spend. Like if I'm about to make a big purchase, I always go to a laptop. Oh my, me! Too. I'm sitting over here thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I promise you. Like I'll I'll look on my phone and do research, but like the purchase is coming from my desktop because yeah. I'm, pl- I'm plugged in. I can't like I don't know the way that even I, I feel like that's safer when I enter my my credentials, even though like my PayPal's on my phone and fingerprint protected and stuff like that. But sure. Meanwhile, like desktop that feels good you know if i'm spending over three four hundred bucks it's on a computer you better bet bet your butt so. yeah it's interesting weird. all right on to meat matters sure okay um so the first thing we have super interesting article uh it is from meetingplace.com the title is bacteria shredding insect wings key to new packaging so the lab made natural nano texture kills up to 70 percent of bacteria and retains its effectiveness when transferred to synthetic plastic. Uh, this is study done at Australia's RMIT University, uh, Tokyo Metropolitan University, and Mitsubishi Chemical Institute all took place in this. It says, we knew the wings of cicada and dragonflies were highly efficient bacteria killers and could help inspire a solution, but replicating nature is always a challenge. We now, or we have now created a nanotexture that mimics the bacteria destroying effects of insect wings and retains its antibacterial power when printed on plastic. That's crazy. That's insane. Uh huh. I mean, talk about, uh, ridiculous, uh, evolution's the wrong word, uh, innovation. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, there's always things that nature's has an answer for that were. Well, I wonder how they stumbled upon that. Like it's like is well, like, we, well, that, well that was a separate study it feels like, like well we knew insect that insect wings has nothing to do he with, says it here we knew the wings of cicadas and dragonflies so I assume it just meant everybody man, knew he, that. everyone in the scientific community just knows that they have those there's principles. no bacteria but that then grows who's the guy those. that went hey let's let's protect our meat with so that. that's an interesting idea like interesting thought process a lot of the times I'll look at like the pork that's added to and when I say pork I'm not I'm talking about it in like the the financial way, not sausage that's added to bills. I'm like, that's re- why are we spending money on that? I can guarantee you if I saw studying the <laughs> antibacterial effects of dragonflies wings, like, all right, well, this is just ridiculous. Guys, what are we doing with our time? Yeah. But I mean, if this can help extend the shelf life of meat products, um, because of the way Americans shop over 30% of all purchased, uh, I don't know if it's just red meat or meat in general, either red meat or any meat, is thrown out. Thrown away, yeah. Not eaten. Are you serious? 30%. That's you, really high. That's insane. I think people don't plan well uh, as part of it. I'm, I'm, at least I'm speaking from experience. So I'll go get meat. I go, oh, yeah, I'll totally use this, and I don't have a plan for it. Or you wait on, oh, I'll do it on this night. 
plans fall through before you know it you bought something on a monday you're iffy on a friday about it so yeah. it's just and i always err on the side of caution throw it out before you know it wasted 10 20 bucks on accident so fair enough um but th- if this if they're able to effectively mass produce this it could have huge effects on the industry if we can leave meat longer without any bacterial growth on it. In fact, the bacteria will be shredded, as it says. <laughs> well, would there be less demand for meat then? No. Because it could just last longer in people's... There would be more supply of meat, so it would drop the price. Ooh, okay. So... I think people would still end up eating the stuff that was going to get thrown out and whatever they were going to elsewise. Well, I, I think... Is it wouldn't drop demand a whole well, lot. Well, John, you have a deep freeze. Let me ask, if you were putting meat in that freezer, would, would it... Would you want it to be the one that's more protected or less protected? No, this vacuum seal will still be better. Mm, Oh, okay. So this is just like the plastic that goes over the meat in a food tray. Yeah. This is that. Um, Well, what if we combine both elements? Like what if it's under vacuum? Is it any better? I feel like there's a lot of stuff we don't know about. We're going to have a million questions. That's an interesting idea. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it would because we're sucking all the oxygen out of the bag and we're deep freezing it mm. so then nothing's growing in there probably just period. be a waste of a better material i would imagine yeah. i'd imagine it's yeah. one of those things that like yeah that could but help for, but it's just redundant yeah. for probably more for fresh product than frozen yeah yeah, yeah I can't see a frozen application but again i don't maybe the technology's not there yet we're sure yeah I, I said I know how to make sausage. I didn't say I was smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, we've got uh, another one from Meeting Place, and this ties into something. I did an episode recently without you. I can't remember when it, it must have been in between the guests and the little the Lion Mountain thing. Mountain Lion thing. Lion Mountain. Lion Mountain. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds adorable. But I left here. I said I was going to do this. I left here. I went to Dylan's and I bought every package of chicken that they had. So not like I said, I'm going to buy all of it. And I didn't go buy a bunch. I bought all of it. I filled my cart up with it because there's. Did you take a picture? Sorry to interrupt. But no. You got to start, you start thinking like, yeah, if that yeah. looks ridiculous. Like, um, did, did you literally have a cart full? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, chicken breast. So all their fresh chicken breast. Oh, I then took it home, um, trimmed it because my wife hates all the chicken fat and stuff. Put it into Vaxio bags and threw it down in the deep freezer. I went back two days later, and what was like a $13 package of chicken was a $16 package mm, of chicken. Okay. Now, it's come back down <laughs> since then, um, but there I, is a huge problem with, avi- there's a problem with avian flu in the poultry industry right now, and it is hitting large commercial flocks. Uh, Texas, all of these previous outbreaks were in Indiana, Missouri, a uh, couple other Midwest states. It's now down in Texas. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about my investment in chicken right now. <laughs> nice. Uh, and when you take into account the next story, which is uh, the war in Ukraine has led to 20 to 40% higher grain prices around the, glo- the globe, and the poultry industry will find it a challenging to pass along that cost to consumers. So the price of chicken is going to continue to climb. So if, if you have a deep freezer, I highly recommend you stock up now. If you have a vacuum sealer, same thing. If you don't have a vacuum sealer, go to Walton's Inc., waltons.com slash win <laughs> and enter to win our chambered vacuum sealer. Uh, that makes me think because I've, I've been talking with my wife that we need to get a deep freezer, need to get a deep freezer, um, and just keep, just haven't done it. Now, they're not uh, expensive. I know. They're not. I need to – I'm going to have to make sure I go home tonight. And- you know that place um, – it's in the same mall as uh, the Sam's across the street. It used to be like a Sears. 
oh, yeah. appliance thing, oh. whatever it is. I bought mine there. It was like 250 bucks. Huh. Well, how big compared to like our one in here? Uh, It's about two-thirds. more than half that. Yeah. Okay. More than half that. So, yeah, probably two-thirds. I've never right. seen it. And you've not like, seen it. Yeah. How do you know that? <laughs> That's a good guess. I like <laughs> Are you coming into my house? <laughs> Dude, I always have to guess on everything. I'm a guesser. Uh, that's creepy. So thinking of that makes me think it doesn't of have a key, stalking. This is totally not related <laughs> to meat processing at all, but I find it interesting. There's a new thing uh, happened to a lady in Wichita uh, getting stalked by someone putting the, the little device from Apple in oh, her stuff. Air, tag, yeah, air tags. Yeah. yeah. Is that really happening? Well, it's uh-huh. a, yeah, you could track them. Yeah, because you just have this thing that tracks whatever you throw. I put on your car and boom, right. you know where, and then you know where I am. Yeah. Yeah. But I Please. saw that story a couple of weeks ago and i was like this doesn't seem real you don't think that's real and all the other craziness that runs through your head fair enough i didn't see like an actual story on it i saw like maybe instagram are you saying it's more like a like a modern day urban legend kind of yeah yeah but you're saying you actually saw like a girl saying Uh to a camera this happened to me i found yeah that's pretty creepy i'm on the local that's pretty creepy when you said stalking (laughs) i was really hoping you were going to talk about this lady she was hiking and she was showing a picture or a video of the lake and as she turned around there was a mountain lion cub that had just walked over and, and she i think she even said she's like had a weird feeling like something was watching me and she realized like oh that cub's mom is somewhere looking at me right now mm-hmm. um but because she only has a tiktok and i refuse <laughs> like they wrote the article about it and I looked everywhere for the video, but apparently it's only on her TikTok and I will not do it. You, you do realize TikTok is the biggest social media right now. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. The You know, it's crazy. That lady should have picked up the cub and like used it as like a human shield kind of, or a lion shield. <laughs> what would it do? Use it as hostage. <laughs> Go find out. Get away from me. Go find I'm out. I'm going to end it if you don't back up. <laughs> um, so one, one quick back lo- or backtrack to the mountain lion that we ate. Um, for anyone who doesn't watch that or didn't listen to it, incredible. It tasted exactly like pork in my mind, at least. In fact, I would say a little bit more tender, mm. I would argue, or at least tender enough where it was not even, that wasn't what would possibly clue somebody into the fact that it wasn't pork. Um, I brought home a small piece each for my dogs. Mm. And usually the big guy, like he doesn't do Paul really well. Like he'll do this, like, you know, and he barely even touches your hand if he does. He smelled that and he hit my hand <laughs> so hard. I gave them that and their eyes lit up. Like they were like, what, what, Finally. what was that? Like it triggered something in their like DNA. They're like, oh, that's the old ways. So we used to hunt these things. Yeah. So when, when are we taking a trip and going mountain lion hunting with your dogs? So then? I'm serious about this. Brutus would be 100% useless. If we fired a gun anywhere near him, he would never stop running. This dog is the biggest scaredy cat of loud noises. But I really think I am, and I, and I, I will do it 100% by myself because I don't want to ruin anyone else's time. But I really am going to try taking uh, Riggins out bird hunting because he's really switched on to birds. Like even just like robins in the yard, like he will, he'll stare at them. And with a collar, I can make him stop. I can make him hold. Um, I, I guess I would just have a little bit of work to do on getting that back from him. That might be an issue. The the bird might not be edible at the end of it because he's going to take that and he's going to run. This next hunting season, um, we need to see if we can get you like a a quail wing or a pheasant wing or something. 
uh, to see what he does with it. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, you can train, and and you can kind of you can you use like a wing there to help right. train a dog. Yeah, yeah, and put it on a string. Yeah, um, but this is the dog that just like anything he gets his mouth on. If he's determined that he wants to chew it, he just destroys it. His jaw muscles are ridiculous. But yeah, luckily. But I, I really do think, like, I take them on off the leaf walks and I watch them bound through because we go across in the fields and I watch them bound through. There's a little bit of um, hay that they, nobody cut. And he, it makes me think of like what um, uh, Gruber does. He bounds through it and like you see his head come up. So I don't know. Yeah. A, a hunting, a bird hunting pit bull, I think would be pretty <laughs> unique, right? It would be entertaining. I don't think too many people are doing that. Um, then there is uh, the latest forecasts from the Livestock Marketing Information Center suggest that total red meat and poultry production will total 106.25 billion pounds down slightly year over year. If realized, this would be the first decrease in total meat production following seven consecutive years of increase in production since 2014. Now, a couple of things. Anytime I hear billions and I hear the point, I'm like, why even bother including that? And then you think, oh, that's 250 million. Like, so <laughs> that does matter. So that is a significant amount. Um, but that, that is a sign of, of the times. There was another article in here that I didn't include. It was talking about the stress test of um, the, the food supply chain over the last two years. Um, but when you look at I and mean, we've had the president come out and say food shortages are going to be here and they're going to be real. He also said something about distributing them throughout the entire world, which I have no idea what that means. Um, but reduction in, um, in meat production, increase in continuous in, increase in population, whether through just regular population growth or uh, immigration, um, people are going to have to start getting a little like that 30%. Food waste is that's going to be gone. Oh yeah, if things got bad enough, I mean, yeah, people would do a better job of conserving. But it depends on uh, that to- that total red meat and poultry production. Why is it going down? Is it and is it going down like half a percent or is it twenty percent? And what are all the things involved? Like well, it would. Ta- I think it would take a lot for people to really shift and go. Okay, I have to save that extra thirty percent waste because people how much obviously more, don't. Though? doesn't bother people right now it, it it bothers me i mean i i've been saying for the last year and a half that my grocery bill is up like le- legitimately 80 percent. Yeah, it but, is now double what it was yeah i'm now I mean, paying twice as much for food as i used to you're yeah you're you're going to be more particular about the meat you buy making sure you eat it most people i don't think are that way they're just yeah it's sure. different so you being concerned about it isn't going to make someone else concerned about it Oh no, everybody needs to be concerned about what I'm concerned about. That clearly. Yeah. yeah. Be a much better country. <laughs> uh, lean hog futures fell for the sixth consecutive session. So that's fears of ripple effects in the wholesale meat market as international trade partners threaten to ban U.S. poultry imports. So while that would be bad for the poultry industry, it may solve any chicken shortages if we're not allowed to export it stays here yeah that'd be interesting to see what what kind of ripple effect that would have and uh would it would it hurt as bad would not i don't know i i honestly don't know i would imagine nope don't look at that so i have a question and the answer is on that um and if you get it right i will know you looked at it how many how many uh turkeys and chicken 
do you think have been culled since February of this year? In the U.S. or internationally? In the U.S. Oh, it has to be a lot to be a significant number. To be clear, it's also, this is just for the avian flu we've been talking about. Let's say like 5 million. 22 million. Really? That's insane. 22 million turkeys and chicken have been killed due to this outbreak. So, I wonder I wonder how many turkeys are... God, my chickens can be worth more than Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that is not financial advice. I wonder how many turkeys are eaten from like the week before Thanksgiving to the end of the year. The vast majority, right? Yeah. How many people eat turkey the rest of the year? Not me. No. I don't ever eat a turkey if it's not Christmas, Thanksgiving, like one of those. Every now and then, um, I'll end up with like uh, turkey pepperoni or turkey ground meat, something yeah. there just to mix things up. Um, I usually try to get different things at different times, sure. but um, still the amount of turkey I eat elsewise is not. No, not it's high. low. It's but, low because there's no reason. Well, what's your favorite deli meat? Because uh, one prosciutto? of mine would be turkey. Well, on a sandwich, like what could you eat? Still prosciutto. That's your main. Meat. It's not my main, but it's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, main probably either roast beef or Ooh, yeah, roast beef is nice. Pepperoni or salami, one of those three. Yep. A lot of flavor, a lot of flavor Tons. going on there. Yeah. Does pepperoni qualify as a deli meat? That's what I'm saying. I think you're sausage. The only real answer John gave was roast beef. I think on those last. Okay, well then I would go with <laughs> roast beef. If it's pepperoni, I'd say pepperoni. My wife started buying, uh, like from Costco or Sam's. I don't know which one. Like. The bulk pack oh, yeah. of pepperoni. Yeah, I always But have it. it's not just like the one side. There's like two to them. Yeah. So it's it like. It goes side to side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I it's get like, the same thing. It's, it's like Sam's. four pounds of pepperoni. That's yeah, great. It's I awesome. take that and I roll a piece of uh, Swiss cheese around it. Oh, great. Oh, I'm going to throw up. How can you not like Swiss <laughs> cheese? I love all cheese. Every type of cheese is amazing except Swiss. Oh, Swiss is disgusting. I can't stand it. There's something about it that, that just makes me gag. It's like celery uh, or peas. Celery and peas. Oh, gross. Two, two of the grossest foods on the face of this planet. I literally can't eat celery. But, uh, I feel like you're Swiss lying cheese. just to annoy me. No, Swiss cheese is kind of like it. I just can't. I, like I can't stomach it. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. I hate ricotta cheese um, and uh, mashed potatoes. So I don't get the mashed potatoes. I see. I'm going to make, actually, I saw a cool recipe the other day. I'm going to make you mashed potatoes sometime, I'm not gonna eat but them. it's not going to be mashed potatoes. You basically make mashed potatoes oh. and then like put a bunch of stuff in it, freeze it, cut them into like logs and you deep fry them. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's basically that like sounds a, hard to hate. a fancy French fry with extra like cheese, bacon, whatever it else you want. It sounds like it. French fries with extra steps. Uh-huh. No. Um, make sure they defrost before you put them in that deep fryer. Oh, you sure? So I'm pop, pretty sure. Pop everywhere. I think pretty you, sure. I think you probably flower coat them and stuff right at first. And then, I don't know. Who knows? Guess, no. I'm, guess I'm going to do some experimenting. <laughs> you never put anything that's even remotely frozen in a deep fryer. Mm. That's what causes the... No, you're wrong. I put frozen stuff in Fro- a deep fryer yeah. all the time. Yeah, you freeze fro- or <laughs> you deep fry frozen stuff all the time. Not like uh, I know pizza you're rolls, about. mozzarella sticks, jalapeno poppers. You throw... A, a frozen yeah, dude. thing right into like boiling oil. Yes. Yeah. I worked at uh, at Lawrence Dumont Stadium in town for at least a handful of weeks, and that's all we did. Chicken strips, fries. They, you just throw whatever in that. Okay. So here's an interesting – while I was right, I was willing to be wrong. On this one, yes. I had to look it up because I was so sure I was right. I think you're just talking about water and oil. 
It would probably, yeah, it depends on what the water content is. Like, you don't want to take a frozen turkey. That's and, exactly and, what I'm and thinking. deep fry it for Thanksgiving. Like, that will be bad. There's so much water in that thing. So, that's it's, all it is. It's the water is then going to release mm, from the turkey. Maybe. Probably. And boil everything over. So, when you do a turkey for that. That's, that's stupid. That's room temperature when they do that. You never do it frozen. Yeah, I don't think you want to do a frozen turkey. You definitely don't. Yeah, that's what I based my entire deep frying no, but like uh, you get frozen. So like Sam's Club, you get the Tyson chicken strips, the ones that are like breaded but uh-huh. aren't cooked inside. Yep. You deep fry those. Those are the best things ever. But you, you, do, you do it from frozen. They're frozen. Yeah. Me and my buddy Greg there. did it literally 20, 30, 40 times. We had that on a cold piece of Texas toast, dude. It was. That bothers me. But that's great. That we'll, have to, we'll have to do it. We'll, have, we'll ask Brett. He's the deep fry uh, king around here, right? Didn't they used to do a lot of battered stuff in the back? We 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 do Friday. We used to do Friday Fridays <laughs> around here, um, and uh, yeah, we were when we were kids. Um, uh, we were not exactly the most thinnest in shape. <laughs> <laughs> we were all a little chunky, and one year our Christmas present was mom and dad uh, bought us a deep fryer. <laughs> that was great, <laughs> but like typically, like on like a Friday night. Um, like that would be our entertainment is either like family nachos, Chinese food, or, uh, we go to the grocery store and you just, everybody gets like a, something to deep fry. And, uh, uh, so between those three things, I mean, you rotate deep fry in there. We did a lot, a lot of deep frying when we were kids. One of the best things we did here on a deep fry is somebody brought in Oreos and your sister did like a blueberry pancake batter mm-hmm. dip those in them and deep fried that those were really good it was with the uh the blueberry dip mix that excalibur used to sell oh uh-huh. that's right she had so many good recipes for all their dip mixes yeah, and they're, they're all gone now um she did my favorite one was she had like bacon cupcakes where the cupcakes yep. had stuff in them the bacon had stuff on it the icing was made with with uh, yeah there's a there's a video out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Bacon cupcakes. She did uh, cookies one time too that turned out like excellent. Yep. It was bacon inside chocolate chip cookies, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Allie's a good baker. No question. Um, last thing, uh, there is California Beef Organization has come out with a, a, they're calling it a retail toolkit specifically aimed at dietitians to help them convince their clients uh, that beef and other red meats are a healthy option. Um, this is a really cool little, uh, PDF goes through all the health benefits of beef, why it's important to eat what it can do for you and why it's a a good choice at every stage in life, child, middle-aged, elderly, uh, all the nutrition, nutrients, nutrition, I'm not going to get this nutrients. No, I got it first. I was going to say say nutritionist. I thought you were going on. No, no. It was the simple word that I can get. Uh, But I'll post a link to that in the uh, Meatistics post because that is a really cool little thing to to look through. It's funny that someone would have to hire a dietician and then go, well, okay, well, prove to me that red meat's good for me. Right. They already already hired the expert and then the expert now has to go out of their way to prove to the person that hired them. Oh, I love it. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's uh, I know I know I've brought it up before, but one of my favorite things about beef and eating beef, I think, comes from Jim Harbaugh. Him talking about, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? No, I just think that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no. So somebody was asking him about nutrition and what he eats, and he's like, "Eat a steak a day. Oh. Eat a steak a day. It's all the all the nutrients you need." 
Um, no wonder awesome. he's all fired up all the time. Right? That's awesome. But then that, and then like my wife and I haven't been eating steak as much, but when she was, when she was pregnant with our last, uh, last kid, I mean, made, made a point of trying to eat steak or beef or a good portion mm-hmm. of something, um, every week as often as we could, just cause it's super nutritious. Right. Um, it's yep. got everything you need dense on calories, but not bad calories. Um, even like my son, I try and try to get him, try to get little kids. Maybe other little kids are not as picky. My, my son no, I is, think they all are. he's, he's so picky, but I try to get him to, to eat beef as much as I can. Um, a lot of times we'll, we, we keep snack sticks in the fridge and, um, try to get him to eat those. I can't hardly get him to eat steak. It's very, very depressing. I don't think kids are big on steak. Yeah. I really don't. My, they never let me try it when I was a kid. They didn't want to waste it on us. So. Fair. That's, that's fair <laughs> There's point. six of us. They go, I still don't want to waste no, it on you. you don't. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I had my first steak in a while this past weekend. My wife and I, I bought myself a ribeye and her uh, strip steak. Cooked it up. Just it's, So about 100 so, bucks right there? So good. No. No, the steaks come down a little bit. Um, what's the, like, if you're getting a steak, what's your price range you want to stay around? I spent... Uh, or just a I think single. it was $11 on her strip steak. Um, and I think it was $15 on my ribeye. Rib yeah. So, I mean, that's, I'm so, willing to pay So, that. let me ask you this. Do you look for uh, the total price or how, uh, how much it weighs when you're looking at the sticker? Yeah, I look at the total price. Yeah. Like, I want uh, What are you, like, what am I basing steak. my decision on? Yeah, like, when no, you No, I'm basing in, my decision on yeah. marbling. Oh, okay. And then the, uh, the cap on the ribeye. Like whichever one has the best marbling and the big biggest cap divided by not divided by you know and then I take in the cost like this one's thirty and this one's twenty doesn't have as big a cap but it's ten. Oh, we less. should do a Rain Man scene where you're standing and staring at steaks <laughs> and the numbers just kind of Keep fade going. into your uh, vision. That yeah, so great. And they're all wrong. Like you do a bunch of equations and none of them add up to anything. Oh, but this reminds me of that one question I was going to uh, pose you guys. So I did read on the internet. I love how like you can never rem- remember the source because you get so much information in a single day. But uh, it goes back to the plastic covering on meat. Some mm. people say they avoid uh, ones that look uh, too puffed out or full, so to speak, uh, for fear that the meat has gone bad and released certain. Um, I'm sure you guys know way more about that. Yeah, gas off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, how do you pay attention to that? Should people be weary of that? Uh, opinions. I Great question for Dylan. Um, if I see, you're ta- I assume you're talking about like uh, the foam tray with the, exactly. the stuff mm-hmm. over it. No, I want to see that like on the meat, like stuck to the, touching the meat. Um, what? I don't want to see like that puffed up and over. Oh. I want to see that not necessarily flat because the meat will stick up a little bit. But you don't want to see any. I, it don't, yeah. You don't want to see. It don't. It's probably wrong. They're probably just doing something called uh, ga- gas flushing. Modified atmosphere packaging. Modified atmosphere. So they're pushing out the air and they're replacing it with an inert gas. Mm. Um, it's the same thing that they do with like potato chips. So they're probably just doing that. But I feel like that's not as common or as accepted in the meat industry as it is in like chips, right? Well, is it simple explanation? Maybe do they just accidentally trap too much air when they cling that or that's well then it's not, poorly packaged okay so 
So are we talking about something that's got more of the cling wrap stuff on yeah. it or the, the, the tray where the meat's down in it and uh, it's a film point. across oh, no, the no, top? No, no. Oh, that's good. Oh, both, probably. Oh, okay. I, I was, was I was imagining. Yeah, sorry. I was specifically talking about the uh, foam tray, mm-hmm. not where it sits down, not the roll stock type oh, okay. of shit. But then now that you say that, I feel like I have seen some at least ground turkey and ground beef uh, a little bit more. Puffed out? Puffed out, yeah. I would be more worried about the, that, right? Those ones I'm not worried about just because uh, they're. If they're uh, puffy? Yeah, because the way when they're packaged, that's kind of, that's that's what happens. They're, they're shoving gas in there. Okay. Mm. They put the film on the top and uh, wherever they do that whatever pressure it was at i mean take it to uh denver take it to florida i mean your atmosphere is gonna be different that that's gonna move around because whatever pressure in there is the same um does that make sense yeah. so i don't know that's gonna fluctuate that doesn't bother me now if you're seeing something like that on foam tray with like cling wrap on it that would make me nervous okay. um definitely if it happens in a vacuum vacuum bag um yeah. actually that's had that, definitely a bad thing uh i had that happen um, here recently, I just threw it away. I was going to save it and bring it in and do something with it. Yeah, I don't know no, what to do, but definitely should have. I ended up throwing it away. Um, but it was uh, uh, summer sausage. It was not summer sausage we made. Made sure it wasn't. Sure, um, got it from somebody else. I won't say what brand it is, but um, was going through my my fridge and uh, was like, "I'm gonna eat some summer sausage." Grab a thing, and I'm like, "Oh, oh no. I know what it is." I'm like, "If that." If I would have ate that, oh. that would have been a two bucket experience. Like that. <laughs> two weeks ago, I cut into that, and I'm assuming at least we're talking about the same thing. All right, I had some summer sausage um, that a lot of other people here had. We didn't make it again. Um, I cut into it like two weeks ago, and it was like gray oh. all throughout. I was like, then yeah, probably nope. same thing. Probably same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so same. Uh-huh. Um, anything else? Oh, I'm not, the way your eyes wandered. To the <laughs> well, I'm looking at the clocks. I got an interview in 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, no, that's all I really wanted to touch on. And when I say I have an interview, I mean I'm interviewing somewhere else. <laughs> the Daily Wire is <laughs> interested in opening a sausage channel. You should submit I w- your interview. Your I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, resume. If, oh, they're doing everything. You see all the yeah, stuff no. they're doing. is crazy. No, kids entertainment, all that I'm stuff. So, I'm still mad about Allie. Oh, yeah, so furious. mad. I hope they open a music channel and hope they interview her and then don't give it to her. They go, no, not you. You hurt John's feelings. All right. As always, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Visit waltons.com and meatjustics.com to find everything but the meat. I'm John. And I'm Austin. We'll see you guys. Oh, Patrick. I'm Patrick. He's Patrick. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. Later. Thanks for checking out the Meatjustics podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to waltonsinc.com. And to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.